right, guys, big episode of the Nordeast podcast. We talk about the Vikings OTAs and possibly even liking their coaches this year, the NBA Finals, which Minnesota sports team has the best odds to win a title, and why in the world does everyone hate LeBron James? Here we go. And here we go, Nordy Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How's it going, guys? Uh, fantastic. Yeah, I mean the same. Also fantastic, Eric. I'm feeling great, especially because our first podcast this week was so good. So everyone, please go check that out. We talk about Obi Wan, Stranger Things season four, The Boys, and we rewatch Into the Spider Verse. So it was a great episode. So go check that out. And then also, while you're doing that, while you're clicking through your phone. Click on over uh, and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at Nordeast Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from and get the Nordeast Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Love it. Love it. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Yes. All right, guys. What are you drinking tonight? Okay, I'm over with Surly. I got another mixed 12-pack. This is their Supreme, you know, the one that they, they add, like, grapefruit too and blood orange and key lime and all that shit and this is the key lime one they're all pretty good i mean they're not spectacular but for a 12 pack it's a good deal so i'm enjoying it yeah um recycling of beers again um this is the the three floyds barbarian haze ipa still really good i mean this beer like when it's really cold is fantastic really good beer um too bad it's from indiana other than that, it's a really good beer. Yeah. I am drinking Surly also today. It's their Logic Bomb, their Juicy Pale Ale. I think it's super tasty. Is it actually? Yeah. It's good okay. Stuff. So is that one of the six-pack ones? Yeah, a little six-pack for $9.99. Sweet. Pretty good deal. That's a hell of a deal. Yeah. It's a good deal. That's a good deal. All right. Uh, yeah, Surly's a good deal for everyone unless you're trying to unionize. Bad deal then. <laughs> then it's a bad deal. Yeah. Don't be meeting in secret. They will bust your ass. <laughs> All right. Um, let's start with uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Because why? Because we love to talk about the Vikings. They had OTAs. And it sounds like the players might actually like their coaches this year. No. That's unheard of. All of the comments would be that the coaching staff is much easier to deal with. The players were saying, uh, it came out, Chris Boyd said that last year they were walking around on eggshells with, and the coaches had tight assholes as they were worried about their jobs and they would just jump down anyone's throat who messed anything up. Um, this Which is makes, like, that makes sense. It's like the 25th player, though, who's pretty much talked about how negative it felt around the team last year. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense that a team with so much talent would finish where they did. Um, they seem like they're having a much better time, and that's great. Uh, I've heard a lot of the players now talk about how much learning there's been with this new um, KOC offense. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and how much more important OTAs are because of the installation of that. And this isn't the time to screw around. Like this is like, I know organized team activities and everyone kind of is, you know, kind of happy go lucky. And we're just out here to get some exercise and stretch the legs out. And I think really for, especially the offense this season, uh, Maybe defense too. Um, I feel like defensively for 
the position players, it might be a little bit easier to learn. Um, but for the for the offense, especially, they've been saying, you know, it's kind of like nose in the books. Yeah. Um, just a lot of listening, a lot of learning, a lot of walkthroughs, you know, before they go at full speed. So it's been interesting. Yeah, I think it was, was it Thielen that said this is one of the most complicated, you know, learning experiences Steve. he's had ever yeah. playing football and that he's super excited about it, but that it's like, this is some next level shit. Yeah. And it's about fucking time. Yeah. Um, and, and that's having him had, I don't know how many coordinators has he had, Eric, like six. Oh, we've had in the last... so many coordinators over the past decade. Yeah. From Shermer to Filippo to Gary to Clint to God knows who else. I've, yeah. I'm sure I missed some in there. Um, so Norv I think it's Norv, Uncle Norv. Um, I think it's exciting that the players are at least feel like they're being challenged. I think, you know, when, when there's competitors, they don't like to be complacent. And so for them to be challenged like this, I think is, is a really good thing, really positive moving forward. Um, especially for Thielen who might be, you know, kind of getting to the point where tailing off is a real possibility. Um, and then for Jefferson, who is just peaking, like, or just exploring, you know, some of the peaks of his talents, let's go. Like, I'm, I'm excited to hear this, you know, Dalvin Cook changed his number for some reason. I don't know. Okay. Uh, it'll be exciting to see him. We got Irv Smith back in the mix, a couple other tight ends that nobody's ever heard of. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see, uh, you know, where this, where the offense can go. I am too. I can't wait. So we have a couple more periods. They have a mini camp and then obviously the end of summer training camp as well. So I'm feeling pretty good about this Viking season. We all wanted KOC. It's going to be a great hire. And I think that they're going to be a pretty good team this year. Eric, do you think that the cliches coming out of them in the, in the press room are really cliches? Like in the sense of like, Oh yeah, it was just so hard last year with Zimmer. Um, I just think like that's the coaching staff. And the fact that like, Zimmer and Cousins never spoke to each other is yeah. super weird. I well, after four years, they were like, yeah, Zimmer and I had lunch together today and we watched some film. It's like, what the f- <laughs> you guys are on the same team, right? Yeah. Like, it's really weird how, how toxic I think it got there. So I think that they're going to be a better team and a happier team this year. So that's what we'll be looking for. How about this? There's some uh, interesting stuff that's been happening in the world of baseball Let's start with a really gross story. On Pride Night in Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Rays refused to wear the Pride logo. So, yeah, some like m- multiple of the players didn't want to do it. Is there more to this story than what's being reported? I mean, you got to wonder, but I don't know. It's also not that surprising. And it's not like Tampa's like coming out and saying like, "Well, actually, that's not what happened." You know, they've they haven't even tried to handle any backlash yet, but, you know, not, so, not super surprising. Not working for me. Also not working for me. Multiple Twins players can't play in Toronto because they are anti-vax and they are not yeah. allowed to uh, be in Canada. So yep, you cannot pitchers... go into Canada without having, you know, fully vaccinated. Um, and it's not like these players, you know, couldn't prove it. They just, they, they had been staunch against the whole time. So yeah, they, they couldn't make Pagan, the trip. Pagan, Two other pitchers and Kepler were the ones who couldn't. Even Kepler, huh? Get rid of Kepler. That's that's actually pretty fucking lame. It is lame. Yeah, trade he's him. like a role model. To, to, you know, he's a young guy. Like that sucks. Also, yeah. let's let's play. Well, here's the first names of the guys that 
elected to remove the Pride logos from their jerseys. Jason, Jalen, Brooks, Jeff, and Ryan. Uh, oh, can you I'll guess their uh, podcast it's called the Northeast? Yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> that's anyway. I'm I'm not a fan of the Rays anymore. Not that I ever really was. Um, yeah. All right, how about this? Next up, the United States. Their matchups are set now uh, for the World Cup. Their three guaranteed games will be against England, who it seems like they play every few years, Iran, and Wales. Okay, should be a pushover. Uh, um, England just lost to Hungary um, on yeah. the road. So, and they play, dude. They played lots of starters. They played lots of the t- the big guys. I don't see any reason why we couldn't at least get six points from group play, two wins and a draw against England. That'd be seven points. But yeah, I'm sorry, uh, seven points. Thank you. Thank you for I, math. Yeah, that's fine. I think England's the heavy favorite in that group. I think the U.S. is the heavy favorite for a second. Uh, pretty easy group overall. I mean, I would be pretty stunned if those were the two teams that didn't move on. Well, let's, How many goals let's does Gareth Bale score against the United States, but we still win? Um, I don't or is he golf? Is he golfing in November? Does he even care at that point? He'll he'll be there. Um, I think the U.S. will shut him up. Wales beat the Ukraine, who was everyone's darling. Wanted everyone wanted the Ukraine to make it, and they lost to Wales this weekend, and they are out. Having a rough year yeah. in the Ukraine, sadly. Yeah. So we'll we'll obviously touch more on the World Cup as it comes up, but this is like the first cycle of we should like tepid excitement that we should have for this team. I'm not saying they're going to make it out of the group even. Stranger things have happened. Um, But it's a lot of young 22, 23, 24-year-old players up and coming, playing in Europe. Um, Other young guys that have just decided. There is one kid, I forget his name. He decided he's not going to play for England. He's going to play for the United States. A few other guys um, that have decided, you know, their nationality or the national team they're going to play for is the U.S., so it could be uh, – it's a little early, I think. But I think in 2026 is when this group of players should really be hitting their stride. So this will be a little bit of a preview. Maybe there's – you know, I, I know we always get hyped on the U.S. team and they always stink. But yeah, I think there's, I think there's reason to believe this time, given the amount of uh, international talent they have playing abroad. I agree. Okay. I think it should be a little better this year. It will be fun. And getting to play Iran and Wales and too terrible. Should um, be should be a pushover. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to the NBA Finals. While we're recording this, Game 2 is a blowout as Golden State backs against the wall are uh, up big on Boston. That's weird because there hasn't been a lot of blowouts in the NBA playoffs this season. So it's kind of strange <laughs> to, to see what finally happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it hasn't been uh, the most exciting. I'll say that the the Heat Celtics got interesting towards the end there. Um, But yeah, you know, they would go back and forth with kind of blowouts, which is just a little weird. You don't see that super often. Uh, I do hope this series ends, goes to seven. I think we all collectively picked Warriors in seven. No, I said the Celtics. You did? Yeah. Okay. I still think Warriors in seven. Um, Although the Celtics are awesome, like super good team. Tatum's a fucking badass, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. I hope it's competitive. I hope it goes to seven. I don't really care who wins as long as it's a good series, but that might even be a 
might even be asking for. Well, and even if it goes, even if it goes seven and it's like blowout, 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 like, you know what I mean? There's, there's no, there's no one point games. Is that a good, are we considering that a good series? I don't think so. I mean, kind of better than a sweep or something, but yeah. But if the games, if game seven's over with five minutes left, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's not what that's not what we that's not what we're here for. Especially when Eric, give us your formula, like how the NBA finally every look every once in a they while figured it out. Yeah, the league has to has to set this up like this so that they can't say, "Well, it's rigged." You know, they you know you they have to combat that. So that's what well, they're doing. See, now they're I think it's down well. to quarters. Look at twenty twenty two. I mean, that's that would nobody even had a good time with that. Clearly, if we would set it up better than that, if we could. Well, now I think it's down to quarters where like the first quarter, they let everything go. Second quarter, the refs decide um, we're taking over two ticky tack on you, you know, two ticky tack on this guy. We're going to make this a series. And then they kind of eventually like phase themselves out towards the end of the game. Um, but I don't Once know. They've, they've influenced, then they back off and see what happens. Well, because they don't want to make it too obvious down the stretch, right? right you can't. Right, it, yeah. it can't be glaring. It's got to be like late in the third, where you get that fifth foul on, you know, a fringe starter yeah. that really impacts the game. So. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, I don't know. I'm hoping for some a couple good games. We should have what two more weeks of basketball, and then we're done with that. Hockey, you're gonna be done with that. So. Unless you really love baseball, you might as well at least watch these games. And we touch on that every year, too, because it's getting to that point where there ain't going to be shit on TV. Yep. So we're all excited about the Timberwolves. Um, one thing is a team that's been in their way the last few years, the Utah Jazz. Uh, Quinn Snyder, their longtime coach, resigns and says that the Jazz need a new voice. No one willingly gives up a bunch of money as a coach and a coaching gig. So this makes me feel like he's pretty sure he won't be out of a job too long and he doesn't believe in where the Jazz are headed. Um, Mm -hmm. Sources are saying that Donovan Mitchell is unnerved as Snyder exits the Jazz. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is his, in his opinion, his chance to take the leap and head over to the New York Knicks. Dude, this is what happens to small markets in the NBA and everywhere. Yes. The stars exit. Shit falls apart before it should. People don't give it the chance because why struggle in Utah when you can struggle in New York or you can succeed in New York, you know? Doesn't it just seem like he's going to be the the big Knicks player and the Knicks will still continue to just... Just shit the bed anyways, yeah. I could picture him putting up huge numbers and then they just first round exits, playoffs, whatever. Yeah, every year. Totally. Yeah. He sounds talented. like a Brooklyn... He sounds like a Brooklyn net already. Yeah. I love, I do love that those contrived teams both shit the bed, dude. The Nets and the Lakers, that's my favorite thing about the season so far. Not the Timberwolves having fun? Well, I mean, you know. And exceeding given, exceeding your, your own expectations, even. They, they did, yeah. They won uh, two playoff games. <laughs> they, did not, they did not exceed... They did not exceed your adjusted expectations as the season bore on, but your preseason expectations, they exceeded. Exactly. Exactly. I can't wait to start making predictions and setting expectations for next year. Just got to get through the summer. Be here before you know it. I know. All right. So next up, the Stanley Cup semifinals are happening right now. Uh, The first is the Western Conference uh, with the Edmonton Oilers 
and their two superstar players, uh, Dreisaitl and McDavid, versus the juggernaut that is uh, the Colorado Avalanche. The Avalanche have taken the best shot from the Oilers, including a cheap shot, to Kadri, who's one of their best players, um, but it hasn't been enough. They're up 3 nothing after three games. Dude, and it's not like Edmonton's playing bad. No, they just can't stop them. Just nothing they could do. And even that, and that's what, I mean, Dreisaitl's probably been uh, more bottled up than he's been all playoffs, but McDavid's still involved in a lot of shit. So um, it makes me happy that the Wild lost to the Blues so that we didn't have to watch them get absolutely demolished by the Avalanche in a four-game sweep of, like, an <laughs> average of, like, five to two. Like, just a disgusting series, you know. I, I'm Like, there'd be, like, a seven-to-one game in there somewhere. Mm. You think so, huh? I mean, oh. they're looking that good. Yeah, they're just a monster. I, I, yeah. I don't see how they're getting stopped. Yeah. Along the way, I don't know. So, do you and think they're going to beat their, Tampa Bay then, too? They well, Tampa's barely hanging on against the Rangers. So, yeah, okay, Rangers are up uh, two to one. Oh, right have been the better team as well. So, if if all holds, it looks like it will be the Rangers and the Avalanche, which is a decent series for the NHL. I actually prefer that to Tampa because none of us like Tampa. Tampa Edmonton doesn't have any TV ratings, so not that the yeah. other ones do. I mean, like it's always. <laughs> It's always like the NHL Stanley Cup game three went to double overtime and uh, it did worse than a rerun of I Love Lucy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Family like, guy. Still killing it, though. Look at that. <laughs> um, and, Eric, that, that also, but that also violates your mantra of like Canadian teams deserve to win. Oh, I'm cheering the Stanley for Cup, but... mm-hmm. I'm cheering. I'm just saying, who does the NHL want? They probably. Okay, do. true. Fair enough. Colorado versus uh, New York is probably their best series they could have. But, no, I want Edmonton to win the Cup. That would be really good. It isn't going to happen. All right. How about this, guys? I looked up the current odds for Minnesota sports teams for winning the title. Okay? I was not able to find odds for the Minnesota Wild next year. They don't have those out that I can find right now. Okay. So the only ones I could find were the Timberwolves, the Vikings, the Twins, and the MN United. All right. Interesting. All right, so of those teams, who has the worst odds currently to win the title next year? The Timberwolves. The Minnesota United. Currently, the worst odds are the Timberwolves, 60-1 to to win the title. Wow, that's that's actually not bad. I'll take them. People said that those were odds that they liked, that people bettors were interested in. That it was a good value at sixty to one. There's five other teams, including the Pelicans, the Hawks, and two other teams that were all oh, the Raptors and someone else. They're yeah. all kind of in that bunch. I'm sure um, there's teams that are that have worse odds, right? I mean, well, for sure. And think about if yeah. you're a if you're a better, and the Wolves just hired Connolly. They just hired VP guy from Orlando. Mm-hmm. They're looking to move D'Angelo Russell to upgrade at the point guard position and you get let's say pre-trade pre-d'angelo trade you get 60 to 1 and all of a sudden they bring in i don't know just name somebody let's just say donovan mitchell like they make some sort of trade that works and then the wolves have donovan mitchell ant cat pat bev etc and this this whole slew of other players and all of a sudden like 
then their odds go to like 22 to one to win it. You're feeling very good about yourself mm-hmm. with your 60 to one bet. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I like it. I think you should do it. So that, but they do still have the lowest odds <laughs> of yeah. the Minnesota teams. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who's next? The Vikings twins or United? Uh, I would twins. say then the Vikings. It twins. is the Vikings at 50 oh. to one. Ooh. Nobody bad. trusts. Vegas doesn't trust Kirk. They've dropped right. significantly in the last like two months too, like the wrong way. They've went up. The odds have gone up. So yeah, fifty-one for the Vikings. Then it's the United at forty-four to one. Okay. And then the Twins right now are currently thirty to one to win the title. So what? Which is what they should be with way, thirty teams in the league. Too high. <laughs> yeah. So what they're telling us is no Minnesota teams winning the title for some time. Yeah, I wonder what the links are. Um, just considering there's – do you guys know how many WNBA teams there are? 16? There's 12 teams. 12? Okay. I'm not taking anything away from all their titles. But don't you think their odds are a little higher with only 12 teams to compete against? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of nice. Kind of nice. The, ta- the talent pool is a lot better too. For sure. I get it. I get it. Um, well, that is interesting. Uh, honestly, I'll take it. Let's go. You'd think that one of these years, baby, with odds like that across all four teams, the odds must be closer to like one in fifteen that we'd get win one out of the out of the four. But you know, not going to work out. Okay, so Eric and Jim, this is a question for you guys based on this information that we've been given: sixty to one, fifty-five or fifty to one, forty-four and thirty, whatever. You have a gun to your head but you have a guarantee that one of these teams is going to win the championship Mm -hmm. and you have to lay all of your life savings and your house and everything on it. Which team are you putting your money on? So we're not, we're not doing the wild, right? Cause we didn't include them. They're still playing. Just of the four that Eric listed. I would would put my money on the Vikings. If I knew one of them, I, I think that the other ones have just such fundamental flaws compared to like, the real contenders in their leagues that mm-hmm. I can't imagine them winning it. Like I think a great season, if you told me, wow, the wolves had just an insane season. We went to the future. We saw it. I would say they lost in the Western conference finals. That would be truly insane. Yeah. Yep. I would, that would, I would be insane. My that mind would be, that would cannot be... even comprehend wolves in yeah. the finals. Like it's achieving, just, until achieving it happens, I can't even imagine it. So that, yeah. that would be achieving beyond our wildest dreams. Like losing yeah. in game six of the Western conference finals would be insanity. Sign me insanity. Up. Yeah. Sign if I had me up. my head and I had to guess how far the MN United could go, I would say probably the same, the Western conference finals. If I had a gun to my head and you said the twins had the most Epic season ever, I would say they won a playoff game. <laughs> at New, <laughs> at New York. At no, New just York. in general, yeah. anywhere. A playoff win anywhere. Yeah. And then the, the Vikings, I mean, it, it, people will say that there's not parity in the NFL, but they are wrong. There's yeah. tons of parity in the NFL. Every year there's new teams that are good. No one in the world thought the Bengals would be in the Super Bowl. No one. Right. No Literally one. no one. That's so a great point. You not can, even the people not even the people in Cincinnati, and there's no way that the, even the coaching staff thought they'd be in the Super Bowl. No. They and so that's just the thing. Like you can imagine, oh my KOC is a great coach. And the coaching staff just, you know, brought all this new fresh air and ideas to the players and they're a much better team. They were talented before, but we weren't getting the most out of them. Like you could imagine that storyline. Sure. Not likely. Yeah. But 
Like, and Kirk, all Kirk needed was the right leadership behind, uh, you know, calling the plays and look at how well he's doing. He's having a breakout season. Yeah, I get it. I can I can imagine the storyline there. I would actually guess it would be Minnesota United because it would mean the least to me, and therefore <laughs> that's what I would get. That's what I would deserve as a Minnesota sports fan, the one that I care the least about. Yeah, it'd be like the consolation prize to me finally trying to get a title in Minnesota. But Eric, could you imagine like your house on the line in the NFC Championship game? Oh, <laughs> like and you're down fourteen and going into the fourth quarter. Kirk's dying. got the ball. <laughs> I would be dying. Yeah, like Kirk the anxiety dying. level would be it's, through. The it's Morbin time, baby. Yeah, it's Morbin time. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, I have a question for you. So I've been thinking about this all week, and I know we've talked about similar things before, um, but I do have a couple follow-up questions for you guys as well on this. So I saw this week that at the Champions League final a week ago, Liverpool versus um, the Real Madrid, Yeah. Uh, LeBron, who's a part owner of, of Liverpool, was at the game, and he was all dressed up, and he was drinking wine at the game. And cool. people crushed him for this. And we're just making fun of him like they literally always do with LeBron. And so it got me thinking, LeBron is probably the most hated athlete in the world. (laughs) I was going to say, that sounds like maybe the coolest thing you could, I bet Jay-Z was with him. I mean, like that sounds like the coolest thing you could ever do is be sipping wine while watching your team that you are part owner of in the national, in the, like the fucking world or the The Champions League final. I mean, that's the coolest thing ever. So it made me think of this, like LeBron is like universally hated at this point. And I do not understand it at all. I mm-hmm. do not get it for one second. Um, so I'm going to give you some, some examples of why it doesn't make sense to me. LeBron okay. um, has been a huge success on the court. Um, he has been a family man who's never gotten literally any trouble ever. He's mm-hmm. never been accused of any wrongdoing. He's turned himself into a business mogul with over. Whoa, a- whoa, whoa! Wrongdoing, Eric. He's stuck his nose into political areas where he doesn't belong. He needs to. He's an athlete. He should shut up and dribble. So shut up and dribble. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a billionaire family man who's been in bad movies. Uh, he uh, also started up a school in his hometown. He the won a title school. in Cleveland which has never won a title and he has done nothing but beat expectations everywhere he's gone. Pretty much. Um, He's literally moving towards year 20 in the NBA. And even if his team stunk this year, he did not stink. He averaged almost a triple double. He finished a few points away from winning the scoring title for the league in his late thirties. He has just put on a show. He never gets suspended. He never cheats on his wife. He never gets arrested, and everyone fucking hates him. If you came to my high school, the kids at my school all hate LeBron. Everyone hates this guy. And so it makes me think. Michael Jordan universally loved. Michael Jordan is, if you watched The Last Dance, is pretty much considered by all his former teammates and coaches and anyone who knows him as a complete jackass. Yeah. absolute fucking prick who just treats everyone like shit who bullied his teammates who mm-hmm. was so competitive not only his teammates he bullied like the locker room attendants into the quarters game and like would take money away from them <laughs> yeah. made for some good tv though he he was 
you know, there's rumors of bad things that have happened or he's oh, done... gambling, philandering, like, come on, his wife divorced him, duh. And it yeah. wasn't because he was a dickhead. Everyone yeah. loves Michael Jordan. Everyone hates LeBron. Kobe Bryant. Everyone loves Kobe Bryant. I know that he died an untimely death. Kobe Bryant raped a woman. <laughs> Everyone loves him. Yeah. Everyone hates LeBron. Didn't rape a woman. And I know that people will remember late late life, you know, better version of, of Kobe, hopefully better version of Kobe. Kobe was an absolute star when that happened. I mean, he was he was already late career. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like third year in the league, you know, he made mistakes, he's changed. I mean, I do but believe yeah, he, he was, changed. He was married at the time as well. Oh, absolutely. He was well Vanessa, on there. He was married long enough that he bought his wife a new like four million dollar ring. After that, that, like I think it was the size of my fist. Yeah, and he got the tattoo on his arm of oh, his God. wife, and did yeah. the, he did the whole charity tour? But yes, yeah, still, what your point is right? Not to shit. Your your point is not to shit on on Kobe. No, my point or even is MJ. It's just a contrast. And and you can go into other sports. I know that a lot of people hate this person I'm about to bring up, but I would say that they are much more loved than hated. Conor McGregor. He literally punched an old guy in the face. He literally injured another fighter throwing a metal barricade through a bus window. He has done all sorts of horrible criminal shit yeah. as well. And is pretty much universally thought of as like a crazy cokehead. And really, he's not even that great of a fighter. No. Like if you if you break down his like win-loss record, like he's not that great of a fighter. Um, it's not like he was the Muhammad Ali of MMA. People I mean, you got love. Pacquiao, who's like hates gay people so much that he, you know, you can just go down the list. These uh, are not all great people. And LeBron Tom, is a shining star. Tom Brady uh, constantly does political things and makes political comments and wears political clothing and loved by everyone. Uh, well, he's white, so that doesn't count. Political, yeah. everybody hates him for it. And to me, I just think that this is such a shame because we have I have just decided that uh, like I don't I don't mean to, to speak in a way that would make people uncomfortable or seems out of place for you to be saying but like it feels to me like LeBron is um, what people would consider black excellent. He has mm-hmm. gone from nothing to everything. He has he's a, a billionaire superstar who has done everything perfect in his life. Mm-hmm. And has treated people well from everything that we can tell and has been a family man and has built an empire around himself without having to burn everybody else or without having to make terrible mistakes. And he's just demonized by people while all of these sketchy people are heroes to the masses. And mm-hmm. I don't understand. I feel like LeBron is going to die in the future and we're all going to be like, man, he was really great. Like we yeah. all love LeBron. We now hate this new guy, you know, but like, it's just so weird to me that everyone is just cheering for this guy to fail everywhere he goes. Mm -hmm. Do you think it, do you think, okay, I I think it might be two pronged. And while you were talking, I was thinking about obviously the decision, right? That was like a mistake. Fine. But like, it's not that big of a mistake. No, I mean, he he set it up like that to raise money for his school and for kids. Like, it was the Boys and Girls Club it was of the Ohio. PR or around like that. it that was horrible. Yeah, and, and whatever they were, he was like twenty five. Like, I mean, come on. Like, what decisions did we make at twenty five that were like sound and smart and intelligent? Like, almost nothing. Um, 
So, and then I, and then I think like there are all these, it's like these, this rumor cycle that constantly permeates whatever team he's on is that um, the head coach has no power. LeBron James is really the head coach and the, and the GM has no power. LeBron James is really the GM. It's like that stench, whether or not warranted, always seems to follow him more than like, say, a Jimmy Butler or uh, a Jokic or uh, Luka Doncic or Carl Anthony Towns or any any of those players. Um, And I realize they're not on the same caliber of player as LeBron, but I don't think LeBron... I mean, I'm sure they ask his advice, like, hey, what do you think of Russell Westbrook? He'd be like, sounds great. Uh, you know, he's probably still got a little bit left in the tank. Let's let's run it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And so then everyone is like, oh, LeBron decided Russell Westbrook, because that's the, that's the media narrative that gets the most clicks. And I feel like, to Eric's point, it has nothing to do with what LeBron has done as a basketball player. It's all mm-hmm. of these perceived notions of him yeah, that have made the public choose a side, and unfortunately, like Eric said, a lot of his kids that he teaches are like "f LeBron" or "we don't like LeBron" or whatever, oh, and it's so stupid. Love Jordan. I'm like, you weren't even alive when Jordan played. Stop. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah none. Of, they were what wearing diapers maybe when he made his last basket for the yeah. Wizards. No, they weren't even born. And then the other oh, thing oh, is oh. the other thing. Uh, the difference between Kobe was a Laker for life. Jordan was mostly a bull for life, um, mm-hmm. but LeBron has hop teams. Well, so guess what? I think Their careers were a lot shorter too. No, and I know, but I'm just saying like yeah. there's that weird, stupid thing in the NBA about loyalty, but they don't treat KD the same way. Anyway, it's all stupid. They're all wrong. Yeah. I just think it's it's just nuts that everybody hates this guy. Everyone cheers for his demise every at every turn, but like we're so quick to forgive crimes committed by the people Kobe, Michael Vick the list yeah. goes Ben Roethlisberger no, the I mean, list goes on and on there's a, yeah there's a lot of troubled stuff I this was the first year I have cheered against a LeBron team um him being in the west and then just having like trying to assemble like a super team even more so than last year when I like when they won the title I was cheering for the Lakers for one of the first times ever this year, I was happy to see them not make the playoffs. Plus, we were actively competing against them, which is like never happens. They're always like one, two seed. I, I just think it's crazy. And it's like, it's all of the publication, like all of like the blog sites, Barstool and Deadspin and whoever, you know, like all those like things on the internet where it's just like, it's so cool to hate LeBron. I just yeah. think it's bizarre. It's so weird. And I'm trying to think, are there any other are there any other people in sports who are just hated by everybody, fair or unfair? Skip Bayless. <laughs> Everyone does hate Skip Bayless. I don't know. Um, I mean, Stephen I do think a. that like you could you could paint a picture of Tom Brady as being like, I don't get why people don't love Tom Brady. What has he ever done wrong? He's a family man. He made his own money, you know, all those things. He may, be, he may belong to a different political party than than maybe we do or whatever, um, but he hasn't made some. He hasn't made these horrible statements or anything. So I could maybe th- see that as a bit of a comparison. Like I kind of actively cheer against Tom Brady. Uh, I think, and maybe I, think I don't Tom exactly Brady, know why. I think Tom Brady is like the most popular football player of all time. 
Right, and LeBron is probably the most popular basketball player of all time. No, Jordan. Oh, I think I think it's Jordan. Jordan just single. Yeah. I think that LeBron is probably pretty popular and well known, but like people just want to see this guy fail. Yeah, and like I just can't even think of other examples where just everybody just hates a player for some reason. Like they just hate him mostly, not even for what he does on the court, just for like how he acts in his life they'll be like look at this look at lebron trying to coach his kid from the sideline at his game and i'm yeah. like yeah man, that's a uh, a guy who knows more about the game than any of his coaches do and <laughs> right. he just cares about like his passionate game. about his kid's game like yeah, yeah like come on, lay off everyone so yeah i think it's, it's obnoxious and it's weird and i can't really think of any other examples of- and it's so fucking you know it's weird and maybe that's a cultural thing is like shouldn't they hate all of the balls then, like Lamelo and Lonzo and and all of their those kids, because their dad is an absolute obnoxious prick, right? And has been their whole life. Shouldn't I mean? Isn't that the same? Shouldn't you hate them too? At the same token, mm-hmm. but no, Lamelo was in the the AT and T commercial, so he's cool as shit, right? I don't know. It's stupid. Yeah, your kids um, love Friends, but hate LeBron. Tell they they should all get bent. They they don't know what they're they talking love about. Friends, dude. So here here's um here is the most hated athletes from last year on the internet. Okay, these are the athletes who received the most criticism of any players in the world. And okay. I think you'll notice a common denominator. Okay. Oh. Um. So, uh, the top six probably, probably not their skin color, but That's something cool. else. Yeah. So uh the the in no particular order um. The t- some of the top guys, Dame Lillard, Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden received a ton of abuse online. Coming in yeah. second place, most hate online. Hmm, there's just too many reasons why this guy gets hate. Ben Simmons. Um, soccer player Marcus Rashford. Um, he had over 32,000 hateful comments sent to him. In, Jesus. In the last year. a fucking hero. Which is insane, too, because like he's a, like the most... Well respected, well like groomed, um, in terms of like behavior on and off the field, mm-hmm. and the amount of work that he does for charity is almost unmatched in the world of soccer. Yeah, he's like literally getting every kid like school lunches. Big fucking deal. That's a problem for you. That so pisses me off because he's hey he's on my he's list, on the list. Yeah. He's on yeah. my list of those who must be protected at all costs. So that sucks. So he had thirty two thousand plus hateful messages. Um, first, so he was in second place. In first place, with one hundred and twenty-two thousand hate messages, LeBron. Yeah, almost a hundred thousand more than the guy in second place. So I think it's weird. I know that this will fire up our listeners, and there'll be like ten to twenty people who will like message us this week, being like, "Fuck LeBron, he sucks. I hate him." And I'm like, "Where does that come from? You yeah. do not have to cheer for their team." I cheer against lots of teams. I cheer yeah. against the Bears. I don't hate Justin Fields. You can you can respect right. LeBron's talent while despising the Lakers. Yeah, sure. those those things can exist equally at the same time. I was here. I just have one confession. I was responsible for forty two thousand of the Kyrie Irving hate messages. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was me. Uh, my bad. <laughs> Dude, my, you sounded just team. like. You sounded like uh, Mona Lisa Saperstein. Uh, my bad. I'm sorry. Mommy. Yeah. 
So, uh, I mean, I, I think at this point, Brett Favre is still more popular than LeBron by a lot. And Brett Favre has and done all giant the funniest, crappiest stuff possible. <laughs> he did the opposite of LeBron's, like, wish school, which yeah. was, like, he took money from, like, charitable organizations and yeah. kept it for himself. Like, dude, yeah. if we've seen their dick, they're probably a scumbag. <laughs> we've seen their dick in crocs Whoa. <laughs> wait were those crocs camo holy shit what crocs i just i couldn't let me just, check, let me just look quick at the saved image on my phone yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just unlock well, my it's phone your, it's, it's your background, background. <laughs> it's your background yeah all right guys that is all the time we have this week on the northeast podcast go back check out our screencast we talked all about stranger things season four obi-wan the boys all kinds of good stuff um, so go check out that episode. Otherwise, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Northeast Podcast.